Has anyone ever told you that you have a mindset block or that you've got an upper limit problem or maybe that you just need to start thinking better thoughts? These are all valid things we're being told and advised to do. But sometimes the work we need to do actually is a little bit deeper and maybe you need more than just a mindset hack or tip. My guest today is Michelle Dixon, who is a trauma specialist, and she helps people heal their trauma and other things that have gone on in their lives in some really unique ways. And she's also highlighting the fact that healing trauma is connected to your business's success. So if you want to know what that's all about and you're just kind of interested, well, keep listening. The Fearless Launching Show was created to answer the question, how can I launch my big idea to the world in the most simple, straightforward way possible and reach more of the right people? I'm your host, Handsome Moylove, and I've been helping six and seven figure business owners launch for over a decade. And while I love geeking out about improving launches, new launch strategies, what's working, what's not working, I'm also obsessed with exploring the heart, the mind, the challenges of running your own business. And that's what we're going to do each and every week. I want to show you how to launch that course or coaching program or other creative work and navigate the journey of being an online entrepreneur. So if you're ready for some new perspectives, some new stories around launching, well, I can't wait to share those with you. Let's get into today's episode. All right, Michelle, thank you so much for jumping on with me today. I don't know how we made this work. Mars in retrograde, (laughs) did I say that before? I don't even know if that's what that means, but it definitely did something. Something planetary. (laughs) Something planetary. So yes, but I'm so glad you came. I mean, you know, you and I talk pretty regularly anyways, because you're in the incubator, but I honestly, I kind of feel a little selfish because I feel like I invite people (laughs) into that, that I want to know more about and I love what they're doing. I mean, that's a win. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I know. I know the feeling I'm the same when I invite people to um, be interviewed for my online program. It's, it's yeah. Well, that's, that's life, isn't it? You want to, you want to resonate. Resonance is so important. (laughs) Totally, totally. So before we go into everything, um, I'd love it if you would tell everyone, and because people might not know you, um, what, who, who are you? What are you up to in the world? I don't want to say, what do you do? Um, what yeah. are you up to? And, and like, what, what are you passionate about? Yeah. Um, well, thanks for having me, Anne. I'm, I'm really excited to just share because I've just recently come into this place of real clarity about about myself and what it is I'm passionate about because it's always seemed so big. So I'm really passionate about ending suffering and emotional healing. And I'm basically a trauma specialist and I work at kind of all ends of trauma from, you know, just an accumulation of traumatic events, you know, marriage endings, breakdowns, all the way through to developmental trauma, you know, childhood abuse, um, violent attacks. So the whole spectrum, and I really got my start as a body worker. So it's really informed by my understanding of how the body releases trauma. 
and of course, you know, as a practitioner, I have a lot of tools, you know, I've done neurolinguistic programming and hypnotherapy, and I, I kind of bring them all together. But, you know, I have my unique methodology, which is very holistic, you know, I really believe that you have to work with any kind of emotional suffering from the body, from the mind, and also this concept of wholeness or aligning with wholeness and soul. And so what I'm up to in the world is taking, taking all of that, that I've learned, taking my, my really my signature approach to working with suffering and creating um, a really exciting online program that takes people through a process. It helps them learn how to work with themselves, giving them tools and processes and strategies so that they can become really powerful allies in their healing journey, whether they're doing it alone, which some people just, they want to start alone or they can't afford to see someone or they just prefer to, to do stuff on their own, all the way um, through to people who are also working with practitioners. Right. And I get other practitioners and experts on board to give their insight into their modalities. So a big part of it for me is um, in forming people, really empowering people to understand what their options are, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I actually think is really interesting and I hadn't thought about it, but you know, I I think that people tend to put themselves not last, but they put themselves next. And when, when you're talking about like, especially like, um, therapy and counseling and, and different types of therapies and practitioners that exist out there that someone might go to, sometimes it's hard to make that yeah. first step to go to that. And then you want to, but you want something that actually is going to be worth your, not worth your time, but you want to feel like some, that you're doing something right for yourself. And so I love that, like, you're kind of a bridge in both ways to people who haven't maybe seen practitioners. I'm sure you like open yeah. the door for people to just yeah. like, I'm ready to go even deeper And then the people who are seeing practitioners, like, you know what, I'm ready to work a little bit on my own now. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe they want to learn something different. I mean, I just interviewed a shaman from my program and I, you know, I don't, I was new. I don't know a lot about plant medicine. I haven't tried it, you know, Um, but it was fascinating and it was controversial, but I feel a real obligation for people to know, you know, what, what the possibilities are so that they can inform themselves. And then they might go, Hey, you know what? Maybe I haven't tried something because I'm really not drawn to what I think is conventional therapy. I don't want to talk about, you know, a lot of people don't want to talk about their stuff, which is totally understandable. Maybe I want to try body work, you know, maybe I want to try something else. So, so yeah, I like to think of it as a good bridge. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, so do you, my question for you is like, do you find, um, I mean, of course, I'm thinking of all the ways that this relates to a lot of the people that I work with and that, and then I'm thinking, I'm actually thinking of individuals and I'm kind of sending you my love right now, people like the specific individuals (laughs) that, you know, I can see their blocks. I can see that there's something that maybe not a block, but something holding them back, some reason that they're not going to where what I know I can see in them, you know? And so like, I, I love the idea of applying it to business and to just creative expression really. And because sometimes that can be so much a part of healing, right? Is that as well? So I'm curious, like, um, I, I know a lot of people talk about it's a it's a mindset block. That's what it is. Does that? I'm sorry. That's my. I swear. I do like my. I'm just telling you right now, guys. I'm doing my Eddie Murphy 
uh, straight kind of straight laced guy with the khakis on voice. Yeah. That's the voice somehow. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, yeah. I, I just am like interest. I'm curious. What do you think about that? Because it, I feel like it's such a blanket statement. Oh, it is. That- it is. It is. And it's, it's a, it's a pop culture, personal development guru kind of like we're saturated with it. You know, it's just a mindset totally. block and it's unfortunate because it can make people feel bad about themselves. Like, Oh, I'm just not strong enough to get rid of my mindset. I block, did you know? this. You know, yeah. <laughs> and, <my> um, fault. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and if only I can find like the right, process my mindset block will be gone but the thing about you know having trauma which you know I think we need to define you know really kind of loosely because trauma is really about like how your nervous system becomes reactive and your emotions become reactive because of the difficult stuff that's happened to you whether it's one-off incidents or things have accumulated it's that really deep systemic state of shock and, and reactivity that comes from it so it's anything from you know you have like the the t- stereotypical symptoms like you know you're having night terrors or flashbacks to like really unhealthy patterns in your relationships or in your relationships with money for example mm. these patterns come into play because your nervous system has got used to a certain push and pull tug give and take and and that's how it manifests and the thing about that level of suffering is it's we're talking about like an identity level um, problem an identity level kind of suffering where you know it's like the people who do great with mindset tricks and really respond to these um, personal development quick workshops are people who've basically they have like you know they, they already have like a strong foundation like they have a beautiful garden they're mm. just pulling out the weeds you know they've probably had a stable they've probably had a stable upbringing loving family environments good role models but maybe some crap has gone wrong you know and that's created unhealthy beliefs and they just need to pull out those weeds whereas people who've had more of that severe ongoing trauma they're they're living in a psychic level to some extent in ground zero like they've got this patch of like untended tundra or like <laughs> dying desert and they're trying to grow a luscious garden in it and they're like what it why is it not working you know and then they yeah. go it must be broken which is you know huge one of the things i say is the biggest the first mistake people make is thinking well i can't be fixed i you know because i do that's these just things and they just don't to work hear that. <laughs> yeah. that's so heartbreaking to hear that Um, when someone thinks that they're just beyond repair yeah and it's it's it's, yeah it's never it's never true and and um you know it's never true but actually you know really acknowledging that these little quick things aren't working maybe there's something else going on that's when that's when you can start to really tend to that um you know, tend to that empty space and you can grow things really quickly once you, once you go, oh, actually it's my foundation and I need to really attend to this foundation. And then the mindset stuff will work later on once you, yeah. once you work through it. Yeah. You know, I think this is actually a bigger topic than I even thought because I do, I follow so many people <laughs> yeah. and I'm in coaching programs and I've been in coaching programs and there is this kind of this is a mindset block and they, they're not really saying, you know, listen, they're actually, it could be this and it, 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 mm. it but sh- it could be the weeds. You just need to pull some weeds. You're good. Yeah. Or guess what? Don't feel shame if you pull those weeds and things are just crazy still and feel horrible inside still. And you're still struggling yeah. because that just means you probably just need some new land built or some new soil over that stuff yeah. or something, yeah. you know, just, 
Uh, it's, it's interesting because I don't think I've heard anybody say that. They yeah, just assume everyone can just pull the weeds and we're good. Yeah. And, and I was actually, I was actually talking to someone about it yesterday because we were discussing someone we knew or we like, well, would this be the right program for this person or not? And, you know, maybe this person should see therapy mm -hmm. and so on. And what, and I said, Oh, this person has seen this, this, this practitioner who does like really quick, um, quick fix, like we'll have a three hour session and then everything's going to be great. And, and, you know, yeah. and that hasn't worked. And, and, and the question that this friend asked me, well, why does that work for some people and not for others? And, and I said, well, this is, this is the reason, you know, yeah, this is, this is the reason. Yeah. And I'd love to do something, you know, with that later on. I've got enough on my plate right now, but I do, I see because, because, <laughs> you, you know, do Michelle, this, I, I don't do. know, <laughs> <laughs> but there is this thing of the unhealed healer, you know, like yes. I know lots oh of beautiful, beautiful practitioners who don't quite take that next step in their business. And, and this is why, you know, this can yeah. be why, but I don't want to make it all doom and gloom because that's, yes. that's my mission. Actually, my mission actually is helping people like really go, Oh yeah. Okay. I really, um, I really have this stuff going on and wow, there's a, there, there is an option for me. And where a lot of people go wrong is they, they go, well, the only option is X, Y, Z, the, the therapy I know, the help I know, and yeah. not looking at it holistically. So that's what I really bring to the table is going, well, you have to work with the body. You have to work with the mind. You have to work with mindfulness. But I mean, my online program is meant, is meant to be done you know, at the earliest in three months. I mean, you could spend a lot longer doing it. You know, you could spend yeah. years if you wanted to, but you know, it's a good way to get started with that stuff. The gift, because there's always a gift where there's suffering, there's a gift, you know, and mm -hmm. the gift is that if you get to a place where you're like, okay, actually there's a deeper thing going on of like low self-esteem or, or really a deeply entrenched belief that I'm, I'm just, I can't really make it because because of my early experience, right? Like yeah. once you can really sit with that and accept it, you know, you can then turn that, that wounding into the gift. Like we always have our, we always are our most effective where we've been hurt, you know? And so there's, yeah. there's power in that. There's power that you can harness, like, like almost yeah. electrical energy. You can go, you know what? Like I, I can really sit with it. This, this is like, I have this untended patch of garden and that I'm going to turn that into my, like my amazing luscious garden and somehow reach people with my light and make a difference in their lives, whether I'm selling personal development or I'm selling, you know, whatever it is, marketing, Planners. like it doesn't matter. It, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't widgets. It doesn't matter. You know, yeah. it doesn't matter when you're able to, to sit in that space, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it, it absolutely does. And I think that, I think that just, just being willing and I love what you're, all of what you're saying is, is kind of what you're explaining part of like the signature kind of process you take people through. Is that part yeah. of it? Or, you know, would you be willing to share even just a little bit of it? Cause I know it's obviously you, we would be here all day and you could yeah, just you yeah. know, <laughs> play your course for me, but I'm just, you know, I, I would love to know if like you can share even like a little bit more, like maybe some first, yeah. first, the first part of it. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the actual process is really simple. I mean, I, I say that there's like this six-step roadmap, but the first three bits are really about understanding there's nothing wrong with you. 
getting ready to share, you know, whether you share with a friend or, you know, share your story, actually talk about it. Don't, don't deny it. Don't lock it inside. And, and then just having some support networks, you know, so really, really just really simple things, having a support network, having a way to calm down, calm your system. But then the actual, the actual healing process. So that's like the setup. That's like the getting ready to be ready for the deeper work. But the deeper work is really just doing body-based practices, mind-based practices, and then working with wholeness. And it's it's really simple, but it's just, it's so unappreciated that, that your body holds trauma. And you can talk about stuff and talk about suffering kind of like till the cows come home, as they say. But <laughs> if you don't work with the level of the tissues and the cells and, you know, then you, you, it's hard to change your mind for the long term because your yeah. body is holding that memory. So it's it's doing body based work, and that's anything from, you know, body work modalities like seeing a you know seeing a particular kinds of massage, energy therapy, anything that works with the body, and it goes it, it even includes like you know movement practices, dance practices, mm-hmm. working with breath, you know something that is working with the body. So that's that's part of it, and then and then with the mind, it's just I basically say rewiring the mind away from negative thinking and catastrophizing and limiting beliefs and towards a growth mindset. Yeah. And those things go together because if you, if you can have amazing release through body work and I I mean, that's how I got my start. People would be like, wow, I've like, I don't even fully understand the memory, but I feel so much lighter and I just feel like something's gone, but their, their mind is in a habit of a particular, like, you know, we all have our particular ways of thinking this happens and then we go, Oh, you know, and then we draw the same conclusion and then we're stuck, you know? And so you, if you don't do both together, they're going to trip each other up, you know? Yeah. Um, So, yeah, you know, actually you were just, you were just kind of saying this, but like, how did you get started? How did this all, how did this journey for you start? Yeah, well, it was, it's totally an unexpected kind of like little twist in my life because I I started off, you know, I thought I want to save the world somehow. And, you know, that has to be geopolitics. I have to study international relations. So um, I didn't understand, if I'd understood what that meant, I'm sure I wouldn't have done it because it was really boring. But I did, I did it. I did a PhD and I studied this like, um, discriminated minority discriminated against persecuted minority group basically and I lived in a settlement camp in Ukraine and that that's a whole other story but oh my what, goodness what, what, I know yeah, we're was, definitely gonna have huge. to talk about that <laughs> oh. huge. But, but what I was left with was like I was more touched by the I interviewed like 60 or 70 individuals and and I was just amazed by their story of survival migration persecution you know the whole thing and that left a real kind of mark in me around intergenerational suffering but <clears throat> it was mm. actually after my marriage ended and I had a huge breakdown that I became a practitioner and it, I just I started by doing these workshops and this really far out body work called shamanic dearmoring and it's it's um you know um very um non-mainstream and qu- quite amazing and I, I got a lot out of it and then I learned it and I started practicing it and so my start was really just this experience of people and myself included releasing suffering trauma just just through the body like I call the body like a this the direct revelation of truth like there's no bullshitting right like you can't mm-hmm. the body can't lie you know it, and it if you do it the right way, it can just express release. Um, 
but then I, I took a longer journey because I, you probably could tell I, I have a really like, I want to understand things, you know, at, a, yeah. at all different levels. So, so yes. I was left unsatisfied because my, my teachers were like, they couldn't explain the science and I really wanted to know. That so too. anyway, you long story short, too. yeah. Yeah. So I just, I did a bunch of other you know, I got a bunch of other qualifications and more mainstream body work, like myofascial release and cranial sacral therapy. And then I did, you know, the mind stuff, hypnotherapy, NLP. And, you know, so that was the beginning, but it, obviously it's left a deep impression. <laughs> because, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I mean, yeah. the thing that I find though, is that, you know, what I, what my experience, and I'm just turning this on you for a moment. I'm just going to say like my experience of you is just like, you literally say you're going to do something, you do it. It's just done. And yeah. you, you, it's like, yeah. whoa, you're very like, you have like such a creative spirit, like, like many other artists who I work with and you're able to just knock things out. Like, like nobody else I know. Yeah. Um, and I think that it's probably because of all the stuff you've released that it's not in your way. It's kind of like not yeah. as much in your way. Like, of course, everybody still always had, there's always room for, you know, improving. Oh, areas always. And, yeah. Of course. But like, once you get some of that, and as you were talking about shamanic de-armoring, I'm like, yeah, I know, right? I'll get rid of that armor right now. Like it's the stuff we yeah. use to protect ourselves. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, gosh. it's like your body has experiences, emotional pain, very often through muscular constriction. So, and, and also energetic constriction, but you I, when I, like, if I'm giving the, you know, the therapy, it's a deep tissue um, body work modality, also with energy, but there's a lot of deep tissue, like, you, you work with, like, acupressure points, and it's, it can be physically painful, but I can feel on someone's body, like, where they're holding, like, there's a knot, there's a constriction, and I work on the front of the body as well, so it's not like yeah. a normal, you know, but yeah, yeah look, the, I, I do, but you're right, and that whole, like, I, I am, um, I'm very busy and I create things really quickly, but I just want to say that this is like an aspect of my personality and it hasn't always been put to good use. Okay. Like I, I can you're take like the a, same energy. Yeah. You're like, uh take, Oh, where's this going? No, I'm kidding. You're like, I've no. done some, but I can take the same energy of creation and I can create lots of, lots of things that don't go anywhere. And I have, because I've been doing it from a place of fear. Like I've, like I've got to make right. money or I've, or I've got to impress someone, and, you know, make up for my dad leaving me or whatever, you know, whatever it is, yeah, you know? Of course, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I've so, been making up yeah. for that too. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, like it's, um, it's taken me a while to get to the point where I can harness that for, for the right things, like for the right cause, for the right yeah. outcome. Yeah, know? because there's definitely a difference between like, you know, hustling and frene that frenetic kind of yes. energy and oh, yeah. intentional, let's get this done. Like for yeah. real, like where you're like thinking through it. And that's more of what I get from you. I don't, yeah. I, I, you know, I don't feel like the, fren like that, ah, ah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do I that too. That I almost think yeah. I used to do that because I thought I would like forget to do it or not do it. it or I'd be yeah. off to something else. You better go now. Do it, do it, do it. 
Yeah. Well, that's like in your webinar, the Amy character, right? That you talk about. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's the all nighter yeah. Amy. All nighter Amy. Yeah. <laughs> I've been, I've been that person. I have been that person and, you know, up till two in the morning and then living on lack of sleep and just doing things to do things. Yeah. Just surviving. Like, okay, what's yeah. next? Oh, you're just taking yeah. what, what's thrown at you. Like, yeah. like you're yeah. sitting in, for some reason, I just got an image of sitting in one of those, um, like, uh, oh God, it's such a random thing. Um, sitting in one of those things where people can throw pies at it and like it drops you <laughs> yeah. in the water. You're just like, yeah. okay, please don't do it. Please don't hit. And then you fall and you just have to like plug your nose really quick. I don't yeah. know. You're just surviving. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know why I had that image in my mind. Maybe I want pie, but I don't know how yeah. pie fits with that. This has been the weirdest day, Michelle. I'm just going to tell you. <laughs> Maybe it's the fun park theme. Like we all need more fun, you know? Oh my God. <laughs> Seriously. I think I've been talking about like my, my launch theme park all week in my head. I'm like, ah, must yeah. get this out. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, so that's it's interesting. Crazy. So, I mean, it, it makes sense that you would go through this yourself and really understand how it felt for you. And then, then yeah. also like the inner, the, that topic, which we're definitely going to have to cover that. Um, on my, on my secret podcast that I'm creating, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you about that later. <laughs> well, I won't okay. tell anybody. I'm going to use a voice dis disguiser. Um, but, but I love that whole concept of the inner, like the diff generational kind of trauma that, that is passed <sighs> on it. That is just, I didn't even yeah. really know about that. Of course, you know, like. You, yeah. you understand parents to kids, but really yeah. it doesn't stop there. <laughs> no. And it's, it's, it's an, and just getting back to the whole, like, why is this thing not working for me? You know, I always yeah. say to people, like sometimes the, the unhelpful belief you carry or the pain you carry, like, or the, or even sometimes a physical illness you carry, sometimes it's not even about you or your life. Like, this, this is where the mindfulness part of it comes in, which is the third part. Like it's important to understand that it's not all about you. And I've worked with, I'll make this really tangible, right? Like I've worked with people who come in with X, Y, and Z happening and we do a little digging, we do a little hypno, we do a little whatever. And it's not even them. It's like, it's like their grandfather um, or their father was sexually abused and their body carries a memory of it. And I've had things happen when, you know, I've said, maybe you could do a little, you know, genealogy, genealogical digging and, you know, and find out. And they come back and say, oh my gosh, like I had this conversation with a family member and I hadn't even realize this happened and and then they're clear you know they're not holding it anymore so like there's a lot of there's so much mystery there's so much mystery <laughs> well yeah I mean it, you think about like groups of people that have endured a lot like the suffer some sort of really intense suffering it's got to be passed yeah. along how does that not go into your DNA and your cells and like you said it is that's, yeah you know? so yeah wow. well you know um 
uh, Resma Menachem, who wrote My Grandmother's Hands, talks a lot about this, if anyone wants to just dig a little deeper, talks a lot about this in terms of Black Americans and the legacy of slavery and the policing system and how there's like black body trauma and white body supremacy in our culture. And it's, it's a really interesting investigation. Mm. If anyone's interesting in understanding like how that can happen to a whole, you know, group of people because of past and present, you know, um, discrimination and the way we set up our societies. It's really, it's intergenerational trauma and racialized trauma. It's like, a, it's a whole other thing. It's a whole other discussion, you know? Wow, that's really interesting. Yeah. I'm going to definitely, I'll put that in the, the show notes. This has been such a really cool conversation about all of this because I, you know, this is stuff that I think about and I know that yeah. to some extent, even though I'm teaching launching, uh, I got to tell you, Michelle, I like over the years, I, you know, I'll have like calls with people and I, I know something more is going on and I feel yeah. a responsibility to acknowledge those things, to go to yeah. take them to the side and say, is everything, you know, because yeah. Because we can't just ignore that part of our no, our no. people, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Really... There is there there are whole other dimensions of things going on when people go like, is it a mindset issue? You know, yeah. You and I, I talk about it a little bit in my program, like um, shame. Where does it come from? You know, I mean, yeah. there, it can be family, it can be because of abuse, it can be because you know, you've been taught to be ashamed of who you are for whatever reason. And, and like, these things are worth looking at because it's not, it's, it's not just about you. You, you carry your family lines with you, your environment with you. And gosh, I don't mean to make it sound heavy because awareness is the key to unlocking it. And you, Absolutely. and you can, you know, you can yeah. unlock it and just people can shift super quickly. Like I've, I've seen it, you know, I've seen one session, they go away, they speak to the family, they come back and they go, Oh, like it wasn't even like, what I wasn't sexually abused, my father was, and yeah. like somehow I'm, I have this fear of men because of this thing that happened in my family. It's not even about me. And then, and then there's this like quick shift, you know. So, um, yeah. Well, you know what? That's actually interesting. I know this is for those listening. I know this is like a totally different type of episode of the podcast, <laughs> which is actually great to me because I feel like launching, like the reason why it's called fearless launching, is because in the moment you actually kind of have to suspend all fear sometimes to just get your idea out there. And, um, but it, there's a lot more going on than just checking off a checklist. And sometimes we have to take these things into consideration. We have to be working on these yeah. things in order to be able to be fully kind of, and now I fearless, yeah. fairly fearless, expressed, just able to just be in the world, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, like for me, um, I, I love that word fearless. I hadn't, hadn't even thought about it that way, but for me, it's so on point because I just had to get to a point where I was like, I'm, I'm okay with what I do in my message because like, I'm sure everyone listening can hear it. It, it can get heavy. It yeah. can get intense. It, it's, it's serious. I mean, I, I think so I've created the program so it's you know fun and my beta testers you know one of them has said like wow this is actually really fun to do like the exercises are really fun so it's not all yeah. heavy but but the point is like to get to a point where I was like okay I've got to step up and step out into the world and share this I had to really go it's okay to be myself you know it's yeah. okay to go hey I work with this really heavy stuff and I'm really passionate about it and 
and this is this is who I am and this is what I do and you know it's like it's it sounds on the surface like easy but actually it's not because I've had a lot of messages I have people tell me for years like it's too woo woo or you know people don't want to pay to do healing or you know all of these different kind of things that um you know, yeah. I, I took on board and, and maybe I did that. I, I channeled all of my frenetic energy into creating things just to make money that weren't really a reflection of me at all, you know, yeah. because I was afraid to go, actually, I want to work with trauma. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. You're like, I'm, I have that fear yeah. of working with trauma because yes. And, and sometimes actually it's like inter, instead of like generational, it's inter entrepreneurial like it keeps if someone makes a comment to you when you're in the beginning kind of phases yeah. and you're in that point i swear like there are some people that have held on to comments said by their you know coach that they had 12 years ago well she said it was a branding problem or something and then you can't get out of that you just can't get out of it that's your th no. that actually causes some sort of i, I know what to call it trauma but it does sometimes so um, yeah, that's a way to relate it back to business. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I first started doing this body work, and I did, I worked initially, and I forgot to say this, but initially, most of my work was with sexual trauma because body, the body work is great for that, you know. Um, yeah. And my my mother, I remember my mother said to me, she's like, she's like, you know, Michelle, I'm I'm really I'm really proud of you. You work really hard, and I'm really proud of you for having your own business, but you know, because of what you do, I can't tell any of my friends about you. And I think I'm just not going to tell your grandmother because she's going to die anyway in the next decade. It's better that, oh. she, do that she doesn't know, oh. you know? <laughs> and, and oh so that gosh. was part, you know, and that was part of it too. I kind of went, oh, like, <laughs> great. Yeah. Thanks mom. Um, See, so all of these messages, they can affect how you um, And you just carry them. Work. You just carry yeah. them with you. So, so, you yeah. know, I love that you have all of these kind of like really down to earth, like easy, fun, even kind of things that people can do. And it seems like it's very based in like the, like the real world uh, in terms of like dealing with, you know, and healing and dealing with trauma in general. So I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, are you, yeah. so I know you've got something coming up at the end of the year. And I'm wondering, are you going to be doing some of those things during that? I am. Yeah, totally. I'm, so I'm would running, you tell us? Um, yeah, I'm, it's, <laughs> I, I'm running an emotional, a free emotional detox for the holidays. And it's kind of like an online retreat in the sense that it comes with a little mini course, um, which is going to be on my Kajabi and you can have it forever, which is really cool. And, 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 nice. and it's also... Yeah, it's also like a closed Facebook group where we can, it's like a community of support and it's based on a few little things with emotional detox, learning about how to detox yourself emotionally, how to detox your environment, cut off toxic connections, work with triggers and create new rituals around the holidays because, you know, when you've had... Um, a lot of emotional suffering the holidays can be very difficult they can be very triggering and so that's when people can be vulnerable and so i wanted to meet to meet that head on you know to to end the year strong and there will be you know i will be doing 
you know, regular lives and little teachings. And in fact, I just even took a clip of my interview with the shaman about clearing your space energetically and his take on it, which is super cool that, you know, I'm going to yeah. be sharing little tips and tricks like that. So practical things you can do. I yeah. love that. I love that. Yeah. Well, you know what, we're going to make, sh- I'm going to make sure to like put links to you so that people can like, I don't know if when this is going live, what will be Avail if they'll be able to sign up for that yet, but at least what, yeah. there was something else. I know you said the roadmap that they can yeah. sign up for, right? They can do yeah, that. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, it, it, on my website, you can just. I've even, I've, I've even got, I've got heaps of people already on the waiting list for the emotional detox. And if you just go to michelle-dixon.com, so michelle-dixon, d-i-x-o-n.com, you'll just see on the front page there's a. You can get my six-step roadmap where I, I really take you through those six steps and particularly that that body mind mindfulness piece and it also has a full appendix of common trauma symptoms and um, you know what That's they really great. mean what's really happening and you can you can just pop your email in and be on the um, waiting list for the emotional detox oh, and then as perfect. soon as that's yeah perfect. so you can just get on and then as soon as um everything's ready to go i just i send everyone an email and then you can log into my kajabi which is cool because as everyone knows who does fearless launching you can have it on your phone as an app which i think oh is my amazing. gosh that is the best thing about kajabi is it <laughs> I not know. like yeah i have i can't even handle like going onto my computer now to like look yeah. at because a lot of my the courses that i I've even purchased are all on Kajabi. Yeah, I know. And they're all together in one thing. Oh, it's so, cool. so nice. I love it. <laughs> and now you could, oh my gosh, this is not, this is not, this episode is not necessarily sponsored by Kajabi, but no. Michelle and I are huge <laughs> fans right now. And now, oh my gosh. And then yesterday when I showed you the message lab, you're like, oh, what's this? I know. So we I get like a little, the format. We the get format was really... I know. I do. I'm a bit of a nerd about um, like online tools and you know, tricks. I love Trello too. I've been introduced to Trello from Anne. So thank you for that. Oh I my lo- gosh. I don't know. Well, I just discovered another one. Oh my gosh. Oh no. <laughs> Called ClickUp. And that's interesting. But I'm like trying to just go no more tech, no more different tech. But you know, it's f- yeah. I, that's what I find interesting about you, Michelle, is that you be like, if I were just going to simplify to the barest bones, I'm like, oh, Michelle, she's a healer, body worker. Let's just say that I obviously there's yeah. so much more to it than that. And she's a nerd about tech and ads and Kajabi. That's really cool. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I used to think, you know, it's this idea that your life comes together really beautifully. I used to think, why am I, like, what is it about me? Like, why? I mean, my dad's actually um, a computer programmer, like, from mainframes, like, back from the 70s. He was, <laughs> he was like, one of the first. So I have something in my genes. I don't you know. Definitely do. You definitely do. So I used do. to think, like, why? But now I think I'm really, really grateful. You know, I'm really grateful because it definitely helps um, – me get my message out and now I'm feel really inspired to like you know to reach people and I have some skills around that so I'm super grateful actually totally and you know what I like yeah. to I like to say this is something that I I feel like I learned in therapy a couple maybe like at least three or four years ago at this yeah. point and that is that there is no or you're not a tech person no. or a healer you are you live in the exactly and. You, yeah. everything we're complex we're yeah. complex beings yeah so. Yeah, I'm, but I'm really good at outsourcing too. And when it gets to certain stuff with the tech, I, I can find a freelancer super fast, you know? Yeah. Which is really important to be. So yeah, that you don't, it really is. You, know, you don't it do really everything, is. which is yeah. like, you know, yeah. 
at yeah. some point you do have to hand it off. So I, I like that too. I like that you're doing that too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to put your links below. I could keep chatting with you, Michelle, because I really <laughs> think this topic is interesting. And I'm, I would actually be curious if, if um, you're listening and you're still listening to reach out to us and, or reach out to just Michelle, D, like DM Michelle, maybe I'll put like some other links there. If you're okay Instagram, with Instagram, yeah. you can send her a message about, about all of this and any thoughts that you have. But yeah, I, mean, if you, sure. I mean, personally, I love this kind of conversation because um, about relationships, about like the, the kind of deeper stuff that really does shape how we, put our work out into the world and how we live <laughs> yeah, in, in the simplest yeah. sense, you know, I love that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope that, yeah. And I hope that people listening feel as well that like, I just feel like if, if I can step out there and say, Hey, you know, I work with suffering and trauma and you know, that, that people can go, wow. Okay. Well maybe I can have a little more courage to, do whatever it is I do that other people think is too weird for the world or too unusual yeah. or, you know? <laughs> yeah. Hey, she does that. So yeah. I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> that is so funny. Okay. Yeah. So final words. I want to, yeah. I want to ask you just what would be your, like, of course it would be like, well, get on the wait list, but the, what would you say to someone right now? What is something like something simple someone could do right now to really decide, you know, I think it is actually important to like reflect, but to decide whether they are just either way in the weeds or, or they need to kind of do some deeper work, you know, how, how, is there something, some really just, I know that's like a lot to, yeah. Cause you give an easy tip or trick. <laughs> Yeah, well, <laughs> it sounds so ridiculous, <laughs> I but I bet you can, I, I bet Easy, you have something, yeah. like a step. Yeah, like a, like a yeah, I, I mean, it's, I think a great thing that anyone could do is just to set aside 10, 15 minutes and do a little inventory of yeah. your life and just really ask yourself, like, based on whatever it is you're grappling with, like, let's say your problem is, you know, I feel like I want to do something, but I'm stuck in this area. Just do a little inventory of your life and see what, what other times have you been stuck like that and what's been the outcome and just really, um, yeah, have that self-honesty and that insight because that little inventory will tell you if, if it's a recurring thing that's been happening your whole life, in which case you might want to do some deeper work or you might go, oh, well, this has only been happening since that one thing that happened when I was 25 and blah, blah, blah. And then in that case, it might just be, you know, it might just be the weed that you need to pull out. But, and we're yeah. often afraid to do that inventory, you know, to really look at our lives and go, well, actually, how, how have I related to money or relationships or business or yeah. success or whatever? Um, but yeah, doing an inventory is an easy thing to do. I mean, it, it, depending on the person, right? But it's something yeah. you can do on your own. You know, you can just be yeah. really honest with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you could probably do it on like one thing. Like if you have some yeah, feeling about money, like the big kind of to bigger topics in life, like money or like your relationships or love or something like that, or your health, like you can pick exactly. bigger topics to begin yeah. with. And that might be. And, yeah. 
And you can ask yourself really key questions like, what did people tell me about, let's just say it's money. What did, what were the messages about money I learned as a child? What did my mother teach me about money? What did my father teach me about money? What was my first experience with money? What beliefs do I have about money? I believe that, fill fill in the blank. I believe that money is blank. I believe that I'm capable of blank, you know, those sorts of things. Yeah. 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 I, I love that. Okay. So if you didn't write those down, pause this or just kind of scroll back a little bit and listen and just write some of those things down just to, just to kind of jog you, jog your, not, well, memory, brain, whatever thoughts and just, yeah, just, that's a really great advice. I'm going to do that inventory about some stuff. So, yeah. yeah. And I'll tell you, but not yeah. here. <laughs> We all have stuff. This like, is, oh wow. Okay, like, can I just tell you this has yeah. been the this has been the most laughter about trauma and healing, I think. And I think that is indi- that is like a sign that working with you is probably very joyful as you're healing. Like I'm just gonna say it. Well, I do actually, I do actually have kind of a wacky sense of humor and (laughs) I try to make it appropriate, you know, because people go through really heavy stuff and I definitely have a lot of compassion, but you also have to remember that like life is about finding those moments of joy and yeah. yeah. And you know what? I'm sorry, but laughter does like release so much from your body. It does. Oh my gosh. When I'm yeah, with a lot sister, of people, I pretty much pee my pants every single yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've had people, um, you know, on the table receiving body work, and they they laugh, and then they cry, and then they laugh, and you know, it's like you don't know where it's gonna go, but it's all release. It's all release. I it's all it. good. I love yeah. it. Okay, it's Michelle. Thank you so much for joining us, uh, joining me, us, me and all the spirits sitting around me clearly, but thanks for joining (laughs) me today on. Thanks for having me. And um, I'm going to put all of your links below so that everyone can go over, check out the roadmap, get on the wait list for this emotional, what is it called again? Emotional health. Detox. Yes. Emotional detox. Emotional for detox. holiday. Which it's not is, a really succinct name. It's like an emotional de- detox for the holiday period. Kind of. I don't know. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. It's straightforward. And that, that's all you need. <laughs> I like this concept of an online retreat. I don't know. Maybe yeah. you said it and I was like, yeah, it's not really a challenge. It's more like a retreat. Yeah. yeah so. Challenge. We don't need. It's not, yeah. We don't need more challenges. <laughs> exactly. Detoxing emotionally is challenging enough. So yeah. I think you and I might have this weird sense of humor too. Or it's just people who've been through traumatic situations and we're like, ha ha ha, camaraderie right there. Yeah, yeah. you have to, at some point you're like, there's some parts of life that just suck too much. So I'm just, I can't take them seriously anymore. I just just can't. I just can't. Seriously. That's healthy. Yeah. That's healthy. Yeah. Thank you. I needed that. Thank you so much, Anne. Thank you too. I will talk to you very soon and um, that's it. Take care. If you'd like to be part of Michelle's December Healing Detox online retreat, scroll down in your podcast app, or if you're listening on my website, there's a link for you wherever you are. So sign up for the the retreat, bring a trusted friend who can support you through it, and know that this work is the important stuff. It's at the core of who you are as an entrepreneur. So if you are curious, then make sure to sign up for that. It's a completely free event. And one more thing, I would love it if you would head over to iTunes or whatever place you listen and rate and review the podcast. My goal is to really reach as many either beginning or just 
entrepreneurs who feel alone. And I want you to know that you're not alone, okay? I want to be that calming voice in your ear every single week, no matter what I'm talking about. Just letting you know that someone else is here with you. All right, have a great rest of your week and I will see you next week.